Welcome to the Irish Baptist College podcast. The Irish Baptist College exists to magnify Christ, advance the gospel, and strengthen the church. We do so by being serious about the Bible, the gospel, and being Baptist. In this podcast, you will enjoy being encouraged in your faith while getting to know the college staff. I'm your host, Davey Ellison. I'm the director of training at the college, and today I'm delighted to be talking to Dr. Sarah Dalrymple. Um, so, Sarah, First things first, um, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself. So can you introduce yourself to us uh, and give us a little bit of a flavour for who you are? Okay, well, as Davey has told you, I'm Sarah Dalrymple is the name, which I um, attribute to my husband, who was uh, born in Scotland, and I have inherited a name which most people can't spell um, <laughs> and just about managed to pronounce so, uh, as I said, I'm married to Andy and we're members at Balamoney Baptist Church. Uh, here at the college, I teach uh, biblical studies in Old Testament and also the Hebrew language. Mm. Um, my interests, well, I love traveling. I love discovering new places and people and culture and, of course, the food associated with those cultures. Um <laughs> And I relax by walking and by listening or playing music. Okay, excellent. Yes, I'm a very gifted musician, Sarah. Mm. And we've made use of you here in the college before on, on that front. Um, let me pick up on two things you've said there. So you like traveling and you like enjoying food. So most exotic place you've been and the most exotic food that you've eaten. Okay, well, I think um, it's, it's between... Um, it's between Puno in Peru and the Irrawaddy River in Myanmar. But I think probably Myanmar slightly pips Peru. Okay. Um, I love the food there. We, we, went, we went to visit um, church plants uh, on, on the river and we were served the most beautiful fish meals with, with noodles and it was really lovely. Mind you, the kitchen's left a bit to be desired, but the food tasted good. <laughs> yeah, well, not go down the health and safety route and just uh, how tasty the food was. Excellent. Uh, well, great to have you with us. And uh, what, I, what I want to find out now is just something of your conversion experience. So all of the staff here in the college are Christians, uh, which is great in the Bible College. Um, mm -hmm. But what is uh, your conversion experience? Could you share a little bit of that with us? Well, I, I usually start off uh, when somebody asks me this question by saying my story is a very simple one. And yet uh, my husband chides me saying to me, it's, uh, uh, it, it's as real and as relevant a story as anyone else's. I say simple because I came to the Lord as a little child. Mm. I can't remember a time when I didn't know about the Lord Jesus and I didn't know the story of the cross and I didn't believe it, <coughs> that, that he'd actually died on the cross. But I suppose growing up, well, when I was about maybe eight-ish, I began to feel very concerned about the fact that I knew my parents, if they were to die, would go to be with Christ. And mm. I knew that I wouldn't. And, and I knew uh, that uh, he had gone to the cross for a particular reason uh, concerning me, and that was the 
the, the, the wrong things. They may not have been uh, huge crimes at that age, but I knew that there were wrong things in my heart and in my thoughts um, that separated me from him mm. and that Jesus had died uh, to deal with that sin. Um, to take the punishment in my place. And so I just, one evening, remember um, kneeling down on on my knees at my bedside with my mother at my side, and she was holding my hand, and I simply asked the Lord uh, to be my saviour from sin. Mm. And that's the, that's the simplicity of it, but that's also the profundity of yeah, it. It's, yeah. uh, it's a word of grace whatever way you look at it. For sure, for sure. And so encouraging just as I've interviewed all the staff to hear lots of different conversion experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same salvation that we all experience and mm-hmm. the same grace that we experience in Christ um, and that's encouraging. Um, obviously then becoming a Christian at such a young age um, just uh, as a as a person you have a lot of maturing to do um, but then also as a Christian you have a lot of maturing to do and uh, that's something we're interested in here at the college is people's growth and maturity and spiritual development um, so I wonder are there any individuals in your life who've had a particularly positive impact on your Christian life and uh, not necessarily ask you who exactly they were, but what were the kind of things that they did um, that were actually very helpful um, in, in your life and in growing up? Yeah, well, as you say, um, coming to the Lord as a child, you do you, you don't understand everything, and you need you need help with that. And I can think of uh, a lot of people who influenced me to one degree or another in terms of my growth in Christ and, and my knowledge of God's Word. Um, I I was a voracious reader as a child and I read a lot of missionary biographies and those people uh, came alive in the mm. sense that as I read I could see the, the lives that they led and the devotion that they had to Christ and, and so those were obviously influential but um, I'm thinking in particular of, of one, one person and uh, a former pastor of mine who himself was a missionary in South Peru and uh, who made a lot of sacrifices to go and serve the Lord in in that country Mm. and uh, because of ill health had to return to Ireland with his family Um, and and I happened to have the privilege of being in the church where he was the pastor Mm. and I don't say that lightly because uh, I sat, uh, I sat under him, and it wasn't so much his his powerful preaching that influenced me, uh, and powerful preaching is of course uh, of the utmost importance. But it was this man's life who, mm-hmm. that really spoke to me, his devotion to the Lord, his his respect for God's word, and just the kind of everyday humble. Uh, no fuss quality of of his uh, of his walking with Christ mm-hmm. that I think was was what spoke to me most and the other thing about him was that he was a man of prayer and I I know for a fact that he prayed for me regularly and when I was uh, a missionary in France I I also know that he prayed for me on a daily basis mm-hmm. and that. It's a huge encouragement um, to have that huge, support, isn't it? Absolutely, huge encouragement. So he he really he and his wife 
uh, both um, input, inputted into my life in, in a way that I, 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 you can't measure that kind of thing, mm. uh, can you? No, definitely not. And especially whenever it's people who say they pray for you every day and you know they pray for you every Absolutely. day. Absolutely. That's um, yeah. such a huge encouragement. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. You've mentioned already you uh, enjoyed reading uh, as a child, and I believe that's something that's continued into adulthood. And, uh, of course, part of the job that you do now, um, you have to be well-read. Um, I was wondering if there's a couple of books that you maybe want to share with us that have been particularly influential in your Christian life, um, two or three. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, the books that, that come to my mind are, are, are well, a couple of them are, are classics, but uh, again, they they were hugely significant in terms of my spiritual growth and maturing. When I was at Queen's um, doing French and German, a friend of mine one Christmas uh, bought me a, a copy of J.C. Ryle's Holiness. Okay. And uh, sounds heavy, but I'm sure you've read it, Davy, and those who, who have read it will know that it is uh, a uniquely challenging book mm, in terms yeah. of our, our walk with the Lord. And I know that it influenced me greatly. I still have that copy. I hmm. have it underlined, well-thumbed. I've read it several times since. <laughs> And I suppose what I what I learned from it um, really is that is that union with Christ is is the root of holiness, the root of a mm. holy life, and um, that living a life that pleases is pleases the Lord is first and foremost. It's about our, as I said about that pastor that influenced me. It's about our our personal or ordinary day to day. Beside, behind the scenes, at home, walk with the Lord, mm. uh, and and our 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 usefulness for Him, uh, out of the limelight, um, as much as uh, up front. Um, it just also taught me that book about about discipline and about the fact that that growing in Christ is not it's not an easy ride. There are disciplines involved, the spiritual disciplines and, and as Ryle says himself, it's a it's a fight, actually. Yeah. So there yeah. was uh, Ryle's Holiness and then the the other book I suppose that I've got to mention is Packer's Knowing God. <laughs> okay, yeah. Two um, two classics here, absolutely. which is great. Yeah, yeah. Um and that book that's another gold mine. Um and that's because its focus is on the study of God. Mm. Um, even the titles that he gives to the three sections, Know the Lord, Behold Your God, and If God is for Us. Mm. Uh, those three titles really sum up the content, don't they? Um, and that book taught me a lot. But one thing in particular it taught me was that, as he says himself, Packer, the main business that I am here for is to know God. Mm. The main business that I am here for is to know God. And then out of that, I just learned the importance of, of, of a proper grasp of the doctrine of God, of who he is, of his attributes, his being, his wisdom, his power, uh, his holiness. And that that becomes 
just really the vital lens through which we've got to look at, at everything, really. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah. I, I, and again, I've read Knowing God a few times as well. <laughs> still still learning. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and whenever there's so many new books to be reading all the time, mm-hmm. um, but those mm-hmm. two books are definitely worthy of being reread um, yeah. uh, and returning to. Um, do you have any more books to share? <laughs> well, uh, can I be forgiven for going back to another classic? <laughs> Go for it. Um, I sound very classical today. But yeah, the, the third one is really the Pilgrim's Progress, okay. um, which as a child really influenced me. And then when I went back to it um, as, as, a, uh, as, as an older person, I, I just came to realise afresh, you know, I, I just want to, to know my Bible as Bunyan knew his. Mm. And... Um, yeah, it, it just uh, it's just a fascinating book and so many lessons to 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 mm. to, to, to be learned from it. So yeah, that's that's my third mm. one. I have read more recent books. Do believe me, but those <laughs> are the ones that have really marked me. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Um. Well, let me, let me ask a follow up question. This might be hard, just off the back of that. But you mentioned that you you read um biographies of missionaries uh, whenever you were younger mm-hmm. you have referenced very briefly that you served as a missionary as well uh, in France and mm-hmm. um, are there any missionary biographies that were kind of pivotal in that move to pursue missions work um, in Europe um, or just even thinking about becoming a missionary and following that calling from God well, yes, uh, I, th- there were books that, that influenced me in, in, in that line of thinking. And Amy Carmichael is, uh, was, mm. uh, as a young girl, I, I was just reading her books all the time, using her devotional books. Um, and she was, uh, she was my heroine. And, and I suppose reading Elizabeth Elliot's biography of Amy mm. Carmichael uh, taught me a lot about the nuts and bolts of a missionary life and mm. and I think brought me down to earth a little bit in terms of maybe putting missionaries too much on a pedestal <laughs> and seeing that they were actually real people yeah. uh, with, with all their weaknesses mm. and their strengths and that perhaps maybe the Lord could use me as a missionary mm. because I was well conscious of my, my weaknesses <laughs> and my strengths. So yes, uh, that's one, uh, one life that influenced me. And I think the other one that, that, well, there are a number, I suppose, but again, it's a woman, Lilius Trotter, who was a missionary uh, in North Africa to, to okay. Muslims and just her courage and uh, in, in, in engaging as she did with uh with with the culture and the people there uh was just uh, to me amazing and, and challenging mm. and so yes all of that fed into my thinking uh, uh and also i suppose the fact that i enjoyed languages i studied languages and i always felt that um the lord maybe had well, I felt that the Lord had given me uh, a gift with languages that, that he would want to use somehow. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I can think of nothing worse than doing a French and German degree. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's giving gifts to some and not the others. <laughs> and it's good to pursue that uh, and use of those gifts. Um, all, all of these questions, obviously, are focusing on growth and maturity in the Christian life, um, spiritual formation, um, because that's something that we were so interested in uh, in the college that we don't want our students just to grow in head knowledge but to be formed into the image of Christ mm. um, and so perhaps there, there's someone listening to us uh, chat today and uh, they're thinking well this pastor who's been so influential in Sarah's life I want to be that for someone else I want to help someone else I want to be a good godly influence on them and um, if you were to give that person one piece of advice uh, what piece of advice would you offer well, there's there's a lot that could be said in that respect, and it's hard, I think, to maybe capture it in, in one sentence or one piece of advice. <laughs> well, feel free to elaborate a little for us. <laughs> well, I suppose it goes back to what, what we said just a few minutes ago um, in terms of our own personal walk with God, the fact that it is a, is a natural, everyday uh, reflex um which uh, is not is is not simply to feature when we are in front of others, but is mm. just a, a fact of our lives. And mm. and I think, I think often you know when, when we think of of mentoring and and, and uh, role modeling and so on, I think of of just the image of the mirror, and the fact that we're all here to reflect Christ. Mm. And we can't reflect someone that we don't know. So that yeah. takes us back to just our knowledge of him and our, our knowledge of God. So, yeah, read Packer, knowing God. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my next line. That was what I was going to say. We should be reading Packer and reading Ryle in preparation for being a good godly influence mm. on others. Um, maybe there's someone else listening and they kind of find themselves at the other end of the scale. They... As you have mentioned already, they acknowledge their weaknesses. They see many. They want to, to grow. Maybe they're a young Christian. Maybe they're just a young person who is a Christian and they want to find someone who will disciple them, will teach them, will guide them. Um, what advice would you offer someone who's kind of looking for that help in their life? Well, I I think someone who's who's actively thinking along those lines um, I would say uh, pray to the Lord and ask the Lord to lead you to mm -hmm. someone who can help you in those ways. I think the fact that you're looking for someone like that is a very good sign and I think that the Lord will, uh, will provide. Mm -hmm. uh, from my own experience, I can think of people who've influenced my life at different stages in my life, yeah. key people, and I could talk all day about each one of them. Um, <laughs> but I know that, you know, those encounters are not, are not by chance. They are, they are God ordained relationships. Mm. And, I, and I, I believe that God provides uh, people to help us on our way, people to whom we can be accountable, um, people who are good role models, um, and people who, when we're with them, make us think, I want to be as close to the Lord as you are. Mm. Now, 
that uh, I suppose we may think that that may not necessarily be easy to find, but as I say, uh, I think if that's your desire, I think the Lord will honour that desire and provide. Mm, that's encouraging uh, and very encouraging note um, to end on. So I want to thank you, Sarah, for your time. Um, it's great to be able to have these conversations with fellow staff members because so often our conversations are work-driven and uh, the next thing that needs ticked off the to-do list. Um, yeah. So it's nice to pause and to have this conversation and I want to thank you for your time and uh, your honesty and clarity in your answers. Um, and I want to thank you for listening to the Irish Baptist College podcast. To find out more about the college, visit our website, irishbaptistcollege.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, I invite you to join us again next time.